See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. Yeah. Ain't life grand. Ain't right. life grand. Hey, we're on, I think. Yep. This Are is, you? hey, this is Slow Robot A Go-Go. Big Show 258. My name is Mal. With me as always. Dr. Morbius. We were falling into a pit of sadness, so I figured I better just start uh, start the show and we'll... Uh, yeah, you've you been know, under the weather. Try and, yeah, I'm under the weather and under the gun and under uh, underappreciated and uh, just ready to go, you and, know. And have you, you didn't even get to drink beers this week, did you? I haven't drank beers in like a month. Oh my God, cold turkey. Yeah, yeah you know. Well, you know, maybe it's time when you get better, so start to hit the bottle again. Right. <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I'm gonna try not to cough directly into the microphone, but uh, yeah, if you haven't noticed, I've gotten that uh, that brutal, brutally horrible um, flu that flu slash cold that's going around. And if you got it, boy, you know it. Um, this one knocks you down and keeps you down. Mm, I, don't I don't know if I'll ever be right again. Oh well, but so what are you gonna do? Yeah. What, it's been a while. What have you watched, Doctor Morbius? Um, I've been watching just still same thing episodes of the uh, Avengers on. Uh, Cozy TV. They're wow. a lot of fun. I enjoy them. Uh, Mrs. Peel's uh, very beautiful and uh, pretty quirky show. All <laughs> the eccentric British characters and uh, there's a little bit of horror element and uh, sci-fi element they throw in every once in a while. Because one of the producers, I think, and the co-writers is a guy that worked for Hammer Films. So that's why. Oh, yeah? Yeah, they got a little bit of oddball stuff nice. going on there, so it's a good show, but uh, yeah, so I'll just be recording them on the weekends and watching them, uh, you know, so. Yeah. Anything else going on? Uh, watching stuff, um, just our movies, even though like, this movie, we we missed a week, you know, yeah, even though you're yeah. not going to feel it, you know, but uh, I watched it like a couple of weeks ago, I really haven't watched any other movies. So. Wow. Oh, I started watching, um, you know, everyone was like, oh, you should watch it, you should watch it, and I never did. But now I, I went back and started watching that uh, Stranger Things. Oh, it's yeah, like a Netflix yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. It's a good show. It's kind of a horror. It's like an 80s horror drama kind of thing. Uh, but it's good. Uh, I usually don't. I don't like to get into that kind of stuff. But this one is actually really good. So I was like, oh, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, I think I'm at show like seven or eight. I don't know how many are in this season, you know. But now I know they're doing a second season. So I was like, well. You know, I tried out. It's, it's good. Um, uh, our buddy Kirby guy, who did a show with us one time, yeah. uh, that's his niece and the young one of the young girls in the movie. She's related to him. Yeah. Really? Uh, yeah. Not the shaved head one. No. Oh, I was gonna say because there's like I know, I know her name. <clears throat> her real name is Natalia. I don't know what her name in the uh, oh, wow. show is. But that's yeah. cool. Yeah, she's on the show. Oh, man, that's awesome. Yeah. So there you go. There you go. I'll have to get. I'll try and like maybe I should try and get a DVD and have it signed or something. I don't know. Yeah, you could. Why not? Hey, she always she can always make a living now. From now on, she can just go around to conventions. They do. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, do. Yeah, from now for the rest of her life, she can just be convention person. Yeah, like, she can like, deal with all the geeks at conventions. And yeah, conventions. And uh, you know, that, she was in. Um, she got her break in uh, one of the Hannah, Mar- Hannah Montana movie or something wow, like that. that's so, crazy. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And I, okay, I was, what else did I watch? I watched a bunch of movies. I watched, uh, I got the original Mothra. Oh, um, yeah. I got it on DVD from Blue, uh, from uh, Netflix. Um, I, I, I'd seen it before, but I, I couldn't remember seeing it. 
And then I was like, maybe I only watched the Mothras when he was guest on uh, the Godzillas, you know, so when he was fighting Godzilla at some point. So that's why I actually just got it, to, uh, the DVD delivered, and it is a good movie. I mean, the first Mothra is really good. Um, I'm not sure how many they made after that. Well, he didn't make any more. He just uh, he just became a Godzilla co-star. Yeah, Godzilla co-star. Then I watched one called The Secret Lives of Pets. It just is okay. Uh, and then I watched uh, Death Race 2050. Oof, boy. Bad, huh? You know, uh, I don't know how to do. I don't know. I don't even know what. I, like, I was trying to think of how I'm going to talk about this. Because everyone that listens to this show knows how much I love the original Death Race 2000. And part of the charm of Death Race 2000 was it did have subtle layers. It had it had some mm, substance. It had some commentary. It had yeah. some social commentary. Yeah, it, did. it had a lot of things going on, even though it was kind of just a quirky, funny, yeah, weird yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, this one lost all the subtlety, and it was just like that over-the-top stupidity and over-the-top, like, they just did the exact same thing as the original one, but like, oh, yeah, and like really cool and in-your-face and lots of CG garbage, and I was like, oh, you've destroyed everything, and just, it was terrible. I I, I was sad at the end of it, you know, and it was nothing, there was no, it was no substance, there was nothing subtle about it, there was nothing nuanced or, or even worth, you know. Was Corman involved in it? Yeah, it was his. It was Corman. Uh, so I was okay. like, what the hell, man? He doesn't care. I know, and, and I know, and I get it. I, I get. I don't know why it shocked me so or surprised me so much, but the first one had a lot of charm for what it was. I yeah, mean, yeah, you know, and I, and I, and it, and it was just such a letdown. You know, I guess what did they expect after was it forty five years, years yeah. fifty years, whatever. Exactly. Else yeah. No. So, I mean, um, you know. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm, I shouldn't have been. I don't know why. Corman, Corman in in that era. Got a lot better people. Oh yeah. Than he, yeah. Can, he can now, you know. Yeah. And now I mean, it's just the run-of-the-mill film geek making jerk, yeah, making jump. Yeah, I mean, I'm you sure know. it's a competent director, but back then he was getting like people that became, you know, big mm. movie stars and producers and directors yeah. to be in his movies. Now he gets, uh, you know, guys that want to make this kind of movie. You know, no. Yeah, it's anyway, true. Anyway, you know, it is what it is, and all Corman's about is making money anyway. Yeah, it's true. So whatever. I mean, uh, I saw it. Now I'll never see it again. You know. There's. A, I mean, mm. I could talk about a couple of things, but I didn't really watch them because I was recording them. Uh, I watched a little bit of uh, this one Corman movie. They talk about Corman, the Big Dollhouse, one of those women in prison movies from yeah. uh, with Pam Greer and said, "Hey, pretty rough and pretty sleazy, man." It's, oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That one was on Netflix for a while. I'm sure it was, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. I remember, yeah. I, I had it, t- I had it queued, but I never watched it. I have a VHS, which <laughs> I have. A VHS <laughs> nice. technology, and then okay, these I don't think these are on uh, on YouTube or Netflix, but there's a series of movies, and they're pretty rough and gory, but they're cool from the early '70s. They're called the Blind. It's a Blind Dead series. The Blind Dead are the, these skull skeleton hooded skeleton men on on horseback and they're like the templar knights you know which uh mm. you know don will tell you about that <laughs> and uh you know basically they're like zombie vampires and they come back to life and they like torture people and kill them and stuff like that but uh my friend and i my friend started watching my my friend got a had a box set of all four and he started watching it and we were talking about it and the deal was like back back with movies 
like they were edited so much that you never got the whole movie. You know what I mean? Because it was a oh, European yeah, movie. Yeah. It came to the U.S. And then the the director, the producer said, "Wow, this is like a, this is like a too boring. Or this is too slow. We got to cut it this." So they they ended up taking stuff out. So we've he's been he's been watching them, and, and then we, I said, "Well, look, let me see. There's two versions of it on YouTube. There's an English version, and there's a Spanish version. So I watched a little bit of both. What's interesting is is that the English version is more edited than the Spanish version, but the Spanish version is like it, it, well, I was to say neither one of them have the original ending. So then my friend goes, well, the, what about the VHS one? And I go, well, I have it, and he goes, he has it too. So the the VHS one has an open where it's like they took a scene out of the middle of the movie where this the, the knights are running around and they're like killing a woman and drinking her blood, and they put it at the beginning of the movie. Uh-huh. To give you like, oh wow, look at what we're in for. Yeah. Whereas in in the regular version of it, in the European version, it just starts with like scenes of ruin. So I'm like, okay. But then the ending, they both versions of this movie, all three of these, chopped it off. Where the, at the end of the movie, there's a scene where these people are getting on a train, and this woman's trying. I forgot what she the deal was, but they they get on a train to escape this town. And in and, and, and three different versions of this movie, it, the the film stops, fades to black, and you hear screams. And the one version, which I think is Blue Underground or some, you see the Templar Knights going into a train and killing people. And then the last shot is a little girl holding her mother, and you see the mother's blood dripping. And I guess that somebody decided that that was too intense, Weird. and they cut it out. So there's like four or five different edits of this movie. So me and my buddy have been talking about it, you know, and I think... He he's thinking about. It. I don't know if he's gonna do it or not. Doing a composite of the, you know, original because China. the VHS one, when it goes into the beginning of it, the title of the movie is "Tombs of the Blind Dead," and you see a rolling pan with a. Te- but in the English language version, it's a freeze frame. It just says "The Blind Dead," so it's like okay, so totally oh. butchered. Totally messed up. This is what they did to movies back then. Yeah. You know, well, they you don't know do that, that anymore. I don't think. You know that's how all the kung fu movies were like that too, because yeah. they didn't just stop dead. Every yeah, kung yeah, fu yeah. movie you ever watch just like stops, like somebody just takes an axe and hacks it in half, and that's the end of the movie. And you're like, wait, what happened? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, but yeah. you like, okay, you know. Our 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 kung fu movie for this week <laughs> for the um, Asian cult cinema it wow. has a good combination of kung fu and. ELP music, you know. I always like it when prog rock is cannibalized for a movie. Wow. Yeah. So uh, you know, that's an interesting watch. I'm telling you. <laughs> I did uh, like it a lot. Yeah. Oh yeah. I well, like who, how could you not? But of you course, know. it's your favorite genre, the Hey Japan movie. Oh God, <laughs> so much Japan hating. Anyway, uh, yeah. the eight of uh, Asian cult cinema is on something called Radio Saint. Radio Saint Pete. Yeah. Com, yeah. Yep. Which uh, you might want to check out and if you hear. You, yeah. If you go to the. Um, Go to RadioStPete.com and uh, listen to the station. It's a great station. But then you can go to the audio archives, and in there, in there you're going to find Asian Cult Cinema, which is the show me and Dr. Morbius here do, where we just talk about all kinds of crazy stuff, usually kung fu, sometimes whatever we find. And then uh, then I also do a show called uh, The Indie Circuit, which is just independent music and me talking about the whatever. So Yeah. yeah. 
and and other whatever and other whatevers. So make sure you go check that out. It's a lot of fun for everyone. Yes. Uh, let's take a trailer it's break. Free. Yeah, it's free. So it's <laughs> great. Yeah. If you're sitting in a cubicle watching your life slide out of your body. Exactly. Uh, you know, losing your soul minute by minute. Well, then yeah. go to go to uh, listen to Asian Cult Cinema on for, Radio. We'll Sinti. give you a, a, a minute of pleasure. Yeah. Wow. That's more than you can ask for most times. Yeah, let's go to the flea market. Yes, well, we're going to go to a trailer break, and then we come back. It's time to hit up the flea market. Yikes. With penthouse pets. Yummy. Uh, well, you know who I think we should call? Who? Chicken delight eater, because we ain't going to get no supper out of you. Somewhere the sun shines. Somewhere the birds sing the glories of a new dawn. Somewhere sanity reigns. But here, here the norm is madness. <coughs> Asylum of the Insane, filmed in horoscope. <coughs> See the thrilling scenes in 3D. Real three-dimensional tear that jumps off the screen and into your lap. <coughs> Rated GP, you must see it from the beginning. No one will be admitted during the last 14 minutes. Asylum of the Insane. Asylum of the Insane. Asylum of the Insane. <laughs> Produced in Hollywood by Maniacs. <laughs> Austin Powers Faja. His what? His Faja, Dr. Evil. His Verger? It's a Verger. His Faja. You know, the Faja. Yeah, gold member, I don't speak freaky deaky Dutch. Okay, perv boy? Faja, his dad. Dad is Faja. Oh, his dad. Oh, his father. Yes, I have a Dutch accent. Isn't that weird? This is the manager speaking. Give me your attention for 60 seconds. In a few days, we will bring you something new that's never been to town before. You will actually see at this theater, in person, not a movie, a man buried alive. You will be able to see him in the grave through a specially constructed viewing tube. Since I am unable to admit you free, all I can do is urge you to see this truly amazing and unbelievable sight. We will give a bottle of Mycin perfume to any girl who can look into the grave and not faint. We will have an ambulance on call. If you look into this grave, you will remember it the longest day you live. Thank you, management. Now I swear, the next one of you primates even touches me. The legend of Frankenstein once again brings terror and nightmare to the screen in Lady Frankenstein. Joseph Cotton is Baron Frankenstein. The bullets. Devil with his face, I don't care what he looks like. I want him to live. Sarah Bay is Lady Frankenstein. That is what they call your father's life's work, a monster. And they're right. They are not right. She's beautiful. She's evil. And she'll do anything for love. Would you like to have my body bend to you? Would you like to make love to me? She creates a new, more terrifying monster. And only the monster she creates can satisfy her strange desires. Using her beauty and her scalpel, she cuts deeply into men's hearts. Yes, you're right. Kill it. There has never been a movie like Lady Frankenstein. Rated R. Replicants are like any other machine. They're either a benefit or a hazard. All right. Yay for trailers, huh? Before we get to uh, part two in our uh, B-movie uh, retrospective of Danny DeVito's career. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> so much Danny DeVito. In the, like, all, like, no Danny DeVito, then boom. 
two weeks of Danny DeVito. What's yeah, that about? We, we, we promise this will be the last one. <laughs> I, know, I can't make that promise. All right, go ahead. Anyway, I was going to tell you a story <laughs> about like, our wonderful cable company and the Spanish language channel. Uh-oh. You, you didn't even notice it this week. No. You should have, though, because one of the channels they took, I was surprised. Um, my mom watched was it. Was it channel OES Mio? No, they took out, one of the channels they took out was El Rey. Wait, what now? No. Well, I'll tell you, it has a happy ending for okay. now. I was going to say, it's still there. I... Uh, it wasn't yesterday. Whoa. Anyway, so my mom watches these soap operas, and she goes to me, oh my God, they took away, you know, Univision, and they have my soap opera, the only one she I She blamed watch. Trump, didn't she? <laughs> Oh my God! I mean, she's she like, did. I hate Trump. She I hate him so out. bad. She went out and started burning gar- garbage oh, cans. Thank outside. God for your mom. <laughs> yes. Let's start shooting this place <laughs> up. <laughs> yeah, yes, she did. That's my mom, Miss. Uh, yeah, super liberal. That's my mom. Anyway, super violent apparently. Super violent. Yeah, liberal. Oh God, yeah, she's anyway. So the the thing's gone, and there's a disclaimer in Spanish, and I can kind of read it, but. Uh, Whatever, you know, because they're basically saying, sorry, we're off the air where there's a dispute with, uh, you know, the cable company. What is it? Spectrum. Spectrum, yeah. Well, oh, a new cable company. So that's, the, you remember how, like, every now and then, like, a, a channel will leverage <laughs> yeah, their news and go, yeah. hey, we're trying, but, you know, thanks, Spectrum, wink. Yeah. And they put that sign <laughs> yeah. and people are like, I hate you, Spectrum. Spectrum, you, like, you jerks. Well, well. <sighs> So it's gone. So I go to my mom. Well, let me let me get the uh, the stupid you know antenna and let me try to hook up you know you know the, yeah, uh, yeah. over the air. So we I, I'm, I'm messing around with it yesterday. Finally, I get Univision. I go, hey, I got Univision, but you got to watch it in the living room. Okay. So she watches it and she's like, great. So I go tomorrow. I'm gonna try to put it in the, your family room where she sits. That way, we don't have to come here. So I I I go in there and I get it, but it only gets like five channels. So I go, you know what, it's been time, I should go out and get a better antenna. So I go to Walmart, I get like a plug, a, a powered one, 40 bucks, whatever. It does pick up more channels, but they're freezing all the time, it's all this crap. Univision's coming in, but then the other Spanish channels, you go, oh, I like that other Spanish channel too. You're like, oh, oh man. No. And I'm sweating, I mean, it's cool, and I'm sweating putting this stuff up, hammering in the wall, moving it, doing all that mm. garbage. So I go, let me try it in your room. In her room, it works partially. It works for her channels. I go, okay, it's in your room. When you get to bed, when you go to sleep, when you go in, in your room to, you know, whatever, relax, sleep, I'll show you how to hook up the TV so you hit the input button and you got to go here and there. Of course, you know, to an 86-year-old woman, that's like, you know, rocket science. Yeah. And you got to hit this. I end up going to have to do it for but okay, fine, you know. So, okay, I'll do that later. So I'm in my room. I go back to the room and I'm and I'm watching uh you know Hapkido, and I hear her go oh come here check this out, because basically what happened was Univision went they they basically when I when they they were gone then the other Spanish channels were gone then the only one called Galavision was gone and then El Rey was gone I'm like wait a minute but El Rey had a Spanish at an English uh, disclaimer and they basically Spectrum basically says um, due to the fact that uh, that Univision has, you know, we have, we, basically, we have a, Univision is asking for an exorbitant amount of money for their movie pack, even though we have a multi-year contract with them. They have pulled the channels from us. We're going to try to fix, you know, we're going to try to, you know, fix this up. So, you know, hopefully we'll be back soon. So I'm like, okay, that was yesterday. When my mom calls me, oh, look, all the channels are back. And I'm like, 
after I went through all this shit to put it. It's oh, like Murphy's yeah. Law, dude. It's like, <laughs> really? And I'm going like, yeah, look, it's Univision and da-da-da-da-da-da-da. And I'm like, great. <coughs> so I'm talking to a friend of mine, and I mentioned it to him. And he goes, yeah, I was reading about it. Basically, like a judge intervened and said, no, no, Univision, you can't pull those channels. You know, you can't do it. You have a contract with them. And now they're probably going to fight it in court. Because I think what happened is, remember we had... Bright House, yeah, and then we went to Spectrum. I think Univision probably said, "Oh, well, the Bright House contract is gone. We had no, a Bright that's now how it works. works now. You know, oh, hey, oh, yeah, man, uh, we have a contract uh, with Bright House now. You know, Spectrum. You know, different. more money, more más dinero, uh, por favor. You know, and no, 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 no. So they're back now for the time being. So El Rey's back too. I didn't know El Rey was part of the Univision or Univision package. No, so, um, I didn't. That's weird. Yeah, so they're back for now. Because, boy, they really marketed that as, like, the hip new young guy. He's yeah. just, he's doing it for you, man. Yeah, you know, no, he's, he's doing it for, like, uh, you know, oh, yeah. tennis soap operas. Cha-ching is what he's doing it for. So I was like, okay, so they're back now. But anyway, I, we digress. Yeah. Now it's time to visit the oh, swap meet. Oh, the swap meet. From 1979. Wow, this is solidly 79. This is pure 70 riffic greatness. TNA, well, a little bit, you know. I, I, I was reading a, a guy writing about this movie. He said he saw this on the future with Hots. And we've watched Hots, so this is like the perfect... It is. The it, perfect it, It's the same feature. movie. Yeah. It's the same movie, except Hots had more, you know, yeah, hot. more. Yeah, more boobs. So basically, this is, uh, you know, set in a fleet. What a weird setting. Yeah. This is, a, this is one of those I, movies I that you like... I think Taxi, uh, though. I think, you know, Taxi had already started the show. So I don't know if Danny DeVito was making Taxi at the time. Yeah, he this. had to be, yeah. But it was like early in his career when he was like, you know, yeah, just, just whatever. starting or whatever. And his wife is in it too, real I pro, know, I couldn't believe that. She was Carla's a kleptomaniac. Uh, this, and this is literally like a shyster. They're showing like like from the, from the swap meet owners kind of per- perspective, mm-hmm. kind of, where... There's this guy who's like a DJ, and he's the one taking the money, and he's also selling he's like a really super nerdy good. Yeah, super nerdy guy, and he and he's charging everyone for their spots, and then like trying to rip them off and stuff. And and there's this like super hot Australian girl that lives in the flea market, and because like she's got to deal with the nerdy guy or whatever, but yeah. then she makes money being a prostitute. Uh, when the movie's showing at night, yeah, after the after the flea market ends. The movies start, yes. and she sets up dates and goes and has sex with guys during the movies, but she likes the movies, too. And she talks about the movies, and the guys are like, shut up. Yeah. Know? And she's got, like, a whole <laughs> like a whole group of guys that are there, yeah. like, you know. A regular clientele, you know. And and going like, yeah, I guess that, that they couldn't get away with that these days, you know, only in the 70s. And then know? she's, like, living in there, so, like, the, the owner doesn't know, so she... Sets an alarm to get out of his office before he gets before there every get day. There. And, so it's and and she's like super hot. Penthouse playmate, Cheryl Rickson or whatever. Really she, pretty. She only did, I think this was her last movie. She probably married some rich guy and got left yep. the business or whatever. So basically, him and her got a deal where like... She he's like he's like lets her sleep there and then she makes her money and then like she gets out and you know she she during the day she's like she she even though she did like a massage for that one cop guy or whatever which is like okay this whole movie is a series of vignettes yeah okay yeah. The, the plot is the, the whole plot of this movie is that there's this one rich jerk who's hitting on some girl and the girl does like like 
turns them down right. and then some guy some of these goofy the three goofy guys get involved in it and like go yeah well you know she's you know, she's my girl or whatever yeah, and then they and they put a they put ice cream on this guy's ferrari yeah and then so then he goes over to like these two thugs and goes okay break their like mess up their car and and, and, and at the beginning <clears throat> these two thugs are going they're at the hollywood sign and <laughs> on the mountains there and they're basically cutting pieces off <laughs> the sign so they could sell them at the flea market. Yeah, selling so piece, original pieces of the sign, and um, which I'm, apparently was probably done. I don't know. I'm um, sure. The and that's as simple as it gets. And this movie is really uneven. With like, it goes to like Kill Town, and you're like, now wait a minute, a boob comedy, and now now they're like taking hostages, and like guys like I'm gonna kill you and stuff. And you're like, oh no, what are you talking about here? Like it just. It was, and these bad guys are not. Yeah, they're goofballs. They shouldn't have been. They tried to play them like super heavies, and they're no. not. They were just driving some old, you know, Sanford and Son truck, and and it, but it was just like, and did you know that sometimes the the stacks like poured smoke, and then sometimes they didn't. You know, they were just totally like a prop, you know. Yeah. So then you got you got the you got the 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 rich jerk who wants the chick, and they they, they, they these guys piss him off, so he wants them to off the uh, scratch the car because basically the car is yeah. like a the the kid's dad. The kid's dad's Thunderbird convertible Thunderbird, Thunderbird yeah. Which they took out, and they were like, they're not supposed to. And he's like, we've got, we've got to be careful because, you know, if we scratch it, you know, I can be in trouble or whatever. Yeah. So there's that storyline going. Then you got the nerd and the Australian girl. Then you got these two, like, you know, young girls that are there. And they're just, they're selling, they're trying to make money. So they're selling turtles or something. They're selling turtles. They're selling, like, turtles or whatever. And then there's, like... There's this what's her face Rhea Perlman is like a kleptomaniac who's wandering around stealing stuff, but she never gets caught by the owner who's sitting there with goggles looking at every or the the field glasses looking at everyone. Eh. And there's this like little and there's little Mexican son or whatever who's a foul mouthed little jerk or whatever you know that's like oh. and and then basically all the thing runs around is like shenanigans you know it's, it's all like, shenanigans it's all these guys are trying to get the three guys are trying to ruin the car. They see him at the bar. At the bar, there's this one curly-haired guy. Of course, he's the wise guy who's the beer drinking. Oh, yeah. And he's always like, oh, I'm so fat. He always keeps saying how fat he is. He's, like, really not that fat, but whatever. And he, he's like, oh, and he, he just drinks and drinks. Like, he, he, he goes up to the bar and just starts chugging, like, the pitchers as yeah. she's setting them down. And yeah. so like, the person thinks that you didn't fill them yet or something. And you're like, I'm oh, sure okay. you did that in your, in your prime. You could, fill a, you could probably drink a pitcher oh, in your prime. Yeah, I wasn't, that wasn't too hard of a Yeah, I don't think it was. I think you got practice early. You know? Yes, I used to drink <laughs> quite a bit <laughs> yeah, back but, last week. No. But, uh, but, yeah, so then the whole thing revolves around... These guys are trying to screw up the car, and then the and, and then the other guys are screwing with the the other dudes or whatever. Yeah, you know? like so, they're, yeah, because they're always one step ahead too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> and then yeah. and, uh, so. and then so then the girls like I said so the girls like you know always servicing her guys or whatever. And then there's a there's running gags with the the attendant guy, and he's trying to get her out of there. Well, and then he, he runs into the bathroom, yeah, and because he never knows like she's. He doesn't know she's a prostitute, or she doesn't. He acts like she he doesn't know. Yeah, he acts like she doesn't know. And then she keeps on being like, "Well, if someone would ever, you know, say they love me or something like that," and like hinting, she likes him, and he's like madly in love with her, but they won't like say it. Yeah, he's like too shy or something. Yeah, he's too shy, even though he's like this hustling guy. I did think this is one thing I thought was kind of neat, which I 
was hoping they would do it a little bit differently. I was I wish they would have just done one day in the life of a swap meet. Like this should have all taken place from sun up to sundown. Yes, I know what you mean. Like like I guess swap meets do last a weekend, so it wasn't like it was long and drawn out or anything like that. But this was a really interesting like framing device. Different. You, you don't ever see swap meets. No, meet. that's why I picked and it. Swap meets like, are like a nasty kind of a place. Like Florida is the home of crap town, dirt mall, shitty, <laughs> stink ass, you know, swampy ass uh, flea markets. Like that's what Florida is basically. It's, yeah, it's a one flea market. giant flea market with a few. Jobs stuffed here and there, and and, 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 and uh, Miami, a few like rich people live in Miami Beach, and then the rest of it is a swamp with a toupee on it. Yes, but we love it, or at least I do. You're not too thrilled, but yeah. you know. Well, I'm dropped anchor here now, so whatever. But uh, well, the thing about it is, when I was a kid in the early '70s, my dad and I made me go. Me and him, we used to go to the flea market every Saturday. So this looks just like what I allowed to yeah. live. I lived at this flea market for years until one day. My dad and I were sitting there, and this guy goes, "Hey, walks up to my dad, and he goes, hey, I want to, can you can you come here for a second? I want to talk about it. I want to buy some stuff. I want to cut a deal. And my dad goes, okay, and tells me, oh, what's the counter? So I'm watching the counter, and like a minute later, my dad comes back, and he's like shaking. I go, what happened? He goes, that guy pulled the gun on me and wanted me to give him all my, my money. And I go, did you? And he goes, no. I just told him, if you shoot me, you're never going to get out of here. And the guy just took off and laughed and that was the last time we ever went to the flea market so come to florida everyone it's an incredibly wonderful place to spend your life that flea market is still around today the thunderbird flea market in fort lauderdale florida that was the last time we went to the flea market and i was like yay i can watch my saturday morning cartoons now i don't have to wake up at six in the morning on saturday and drive to fort lauderdale to sell garbage to garbage you know yeah and i i used to do it a lot i used to go to them See, they were a new experience for me. They had, like, I'm like, sure they had them in Pennsylvania. I, no, not not, uh, not not like they are down here, or maybe I just wasn't exposed to them. I don't know. I'm sure they were around. I'm not, you know. So when I when I moved down to Florida, I started going to some of them because of the uh, video games and stuff. Huh. Bef- there was a before time. See, now video games are made of gold bars. Yeah. And each one is a little snowflake that it, uh, given yes. to you from, from Jesus. But before that, they were just video games, and they were cheap. And if yeah. you went to the flea market, you could find these and buy them and play them. Those times, the, the before time, like I said. Yeah, the uh, now days, everyone, golden days. Now everyone looks them up on eBay. The and, 20th century. Yeah, now everyone like gets a game, looks on eBay, takes the highest price on eBay, and adds a buck, and then that's what they put on their thing. And I'm like, well, then why would I buy them here? You know, so the, that's long gone. I don't even know how flea markets thrive. Go to oh, Amazon. Go to oh, Amazon. It's cheaper. They, they thrive all the time. I mean, because it's like the thrill of the hunt. You know, it's like going there. Let's see what we can find. As opposed to with Amazon, it's like let's just okay. Let's just type in guitar. Oh look, we have guitars. Yep. They just, my friend goes to them for like Saturday mornings just to like walk around and you know <laughs> enjoy the atmosphere of the third world Ooh. flea market down in South Florida. Wow. You know, right? <laughs> To see, He's like, a thrill seeker. Yeah, he is a thrill seeker. I wouldn't go. I, even back then when I was living there, I wouldn't go. I was like, yeah, I'll see you later after the flea market. I had enough uh, of that place back in the 70s. God so, damn. But yeah, this had this movie has the, that just the same grungy old flea it market. It feels like it. It feels like a dirty, dusty, grimy uh, flea bag mar- uh, swap meet. Well, that's, it, I mean, it's, it's like I went to the one, the Mustang one, once a long time ago, and that's like pretty. Uh, yeah, that's pretty grimy. My favorite part about the Mustang one down locally here 
is there's a flea market outside of the flea market. Yeah, there's a flea I, market I'm like, outside wait, of the flea what is this now? Oh my god, these are the people that don't even have a spot. Yeah. They just put a blanket down and let's go. Let's see yeah. where this goes. You're like, wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but anyway, we're digressing. So yeah. basically, all hell ensues, you know. Yeah. Like Dan DeVito owns like a car touch, retouching. <laughs> this guy. Like, like in the last Dan DeVito movie that we did, he was in a car. He worked at car wash. Now he's a car uh, painting. Uh, he's a car uh, painting specialist and he, he, everything he has a shtick for. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna send out to this special brush in you know, Italy for this Italian uh, pinstriping, and you're, you're like, oh my god, just shut up, man. He's he hadn't found his stride yet. I'll put it that way. I don't know. He was still trying to do things, I guess, before he just became Danny DeVito. Yeah, yeah and yeah. the Penguin, which yeah. is the same guy, I guess. I yeah. Know. So he was. So he the guy gets his car scratched by the two goons. So he takes it to DeVito. Goes, how much? To fix it, yeah, and they go. Well, it's going to be like X amount of money, and two fifty. He said two hundred fifty dollars. Yeah, it's going to take six months, and they go. Are you kidding me? I got to have it. He goes. Oh, I'm sorry, mm. I can't do it or whatever. You know, so it's like, oh my god, what are we going to do? And then, like again, you know, the shit, the crap starts with, you know, the two other guys because yeah. the other guy doesn't want to. I, I forgot what it was, but he wants him to destroy the car. He didn't. No, he well, first they were like, well, what happened was the first. First they went out and he got a scr- he's they scratched it. Yeah. And then like then they uh then he went to Danny DeVito and DeVito was like, "Oh, it'll be 250 bucks." And they're like, "Okay, well." And then they they went to the bar and they were trying to figure out how to do that. And then like they got into an altercation with him. With the two goons. With guys. the two goons and but then like they embarrassed that rich guy again. I forgot. And then that's that. when the guy came up and he was like, "Now I want you to like really hurt them now." That's right. And that's when they, like, actually, the, the, the guys of the truck actually ran them off the road and, like, totally trashed their friend, that, that dad's car, the dad's convertible T-Bird. Right. So that's when they were like, oh, okay. So, so then one of them goes, you know what, I think there's another car just like it over on the other side of town. They said, yeah, there's one, but it's six grand. It's six grand, yeah, how are we going to get six grand? So then they said, oh, so they go to DeVito's place. And steal that Ferrari. Yeah, because there's a fortune teller too around <laughs> in the movie, and she tells him that she knows where like the the other guy's car is, because the other guy took the car to get it got scratched or something. Because the guys the, the guys took it, didn't they? And they yeah. ran it around or whatever. So no, that's not no no not till later. Yeah, until later. But it got something happened to it, and they they, they wanted it. He wanted it buffed and polished. So like he yeah, just said, yeah, like, yeah. oh, make it perfect or that. So then the, then the fortune teller tells. This kid, this kid, where the where the like where they go steal, and they go to steal this guy's Porsche or this guy's Ferrari. Yeah. Which it was a really nice Ferrari. That this was at a time when America didn't Ferraris didn't have that kind of like love that they do now. Yeah. I mean, they were recognized all throughout the world as being really high end supercars, but America was still like yay muscle car. Like I like most. I don't think most shit kickers in America, meaning me, even knew what that were. They were like, oh, a Camaro's faster than that, even though it's like, yeah, right, okay. Yeah. You know, so those those cars weren't prevalent until, like, now everyone realizes, oh, my God, those things were supercars. They were really fast and really handled well, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Let's take a quick trailer break, and then we come back. We're going to find out, did they steal the car? Did Danny DeVito help in any way? Did it anything happen? Did did the girl did, did the girl did the Australian girl and the nerdy guy get together? That's or, just absurd. Here's so, here, she still did she quit her career hooking? What uh, what, what what could possibly happen? Who knows? All right, here's here's a trail break. We'll be right back. Hey, don't worry, I can handle it. I took something. I can see things no one else can see. 
Why are you dressed like that? Hello, my name is Riff Raff. I'm one of the stars of the Rocky Horror Picture Show. If you're into science fiction, music, horror, comedy, or dare we say it, sex, the Rocky Horror Picture Show is the movie for you. See you at the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. Of all the gin joints in all the towns in all the world, she walks into mine. dimensions of Greta, a motion picture to stir your senses to flights of erotic fantasy, filmed and revealing, eye-catching, three-dimension. I'm Greta. Some men call me angel, some call me devil, but they all keep coming around. You've never met a girl like Greta, beautiful, sensual, cruel, tender, all woman. She will drag you to the depths of corruption. Greta, 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 Greta. I'm Greta. Come swing with me. 3D, 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 3D. The Three Dimensions of Greta. The startling revelations of a jet-set playgirl who lived only for pleasure. The Three Dimensions of Greta. Rated R. Naturally. And you! Get the hell off my property. Oh, well, I'm sorry, ma'am. I was just, uh, escorting your fine young son home from school. There's, there are some ruffians about, and I... The manhandlers. When the mob muscles in on the massage parlors, the girls rub them down, then rub them out. Soft chicks and hard guys, lusting for a piece of the action. The manhandlers. The torrid touch of tingled fingers drives men to a frenzy of naked desire. Massage parlor mouths hold you in the grip of vice. Skirting disaster, flirting with fate, dancing with death. Dangerous dolls take on the whole gang. Machine gun mamas, blasting the underworld with a hot shower of lead. The manhandlers, the massage parlor racket laid bare. The dens of desire, spread to reveal a thousand thrills. He wields a 45, she carries a pair of 38s. The vice squad busts in, the girls bust out. More guts than the godfather, the manhandlers. Wait till they get their hands on you. Rated R, under 17, not admitted without parent. All right, the manhandler. All right, so we're back. Yes. How to handle hungry man? The manhandler. What was uh, that a soup, I think? A Campbell's soup, I think it was. You remember that commercial? You remember that commercial? No. Yeah, it was a Campbell's soup, the manhandler. Anyway. Holy shit. Yeah, man. We have to I'll find it and we'll play it on the show. Why maybe. wouldn't we? Why one of these days, you know, sponsored <laughs> by Campbell's soup. So now Not really. Now this like ratchets up like crazy because they steal this kid this guy's car and basically then, like, they, the, the rich guy and the other ones start grabbing all the Mexicans and beating it out of them. Like, where are they keeping it? Cause yeah, 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 because they, they take the car, they take the, the Ferrari, and they hide it in a Mexican little like work village. work camp, kind of. Yeah, like, yeah. A, you know. And then they get drunk, and they mess around with the two girls, because the two girls are now in on the whole yeah, thing. And, yeah. you know, one of the girls was in a Cyborg. The, Was the, she the Cyborg? 
Well, I don't know. No, no, no. But you know what I mean? Like that one gal who was... The no, one, the one girl, not the, the, you know, the two cute girls, the, yeah. the one with browner hair. She was in yeah. Cyborg with. Oh uh, wow, with Van Damme. Yeah. With Van Damme, so you've probably seen her before. Anyway, hmm. um, and um, yeah, so I've, yeah, blah. Oh my God. Yeah, I'm, I'm like thinking about her. You know. Anyway. All right, now we're remembering these things. Okay, so basically, this the rest of this movie is the the the, the slobs are like oh. You go tell the snobs that we're gonna we're gonna arrange a swap at the swap meet, uh, so the girls take the van and they go to tell who's the the Arnie? What's the guy's name? I think the guy's name is Arnie, maybe the, the owner, the, the owner, the, or the, the, owner, the kid the, who's running the swap meet. Yeah, yeah. She's like, listen, we're gonna we're gonna arrange the world's biggest swap at the swap meet where the rich guy has to show up with that replacement T-Bird and, we'll and we're going to bring him back his Ferrari. Let's make a big deal mm. about it. Get everybody all excited for yep. it. So that way he has to do it. Otherwise he'll look like a jerk and I'm thinking, well, he looks like a jerk all the time so he doesn't care. Anyway, so now this is like they show like this whole thing like ramping up. It's the big news. Oh, the big news, the big news. Everyone's talking about the swap meet. The swap meet. It's on radio stations and all this, all this hoopla's building, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, him and his, him and the Australian girl are standing up on top of a bus. Yeah, they decide they're gonna get married now. She fin- yeah. he finally gets the courage yeah. to ask. Oh, because he he tells the owner he wants to be part owner of the swap meet, so he has enough money to marry the girl. Yeah. And then once he says that, then she's like, "Oh, thank you," and she goes around and kisses all her ex boyfriends and says, "Oh, sorry, we're not having sex anymore. Now I'm married." Yeah, I'm not married to this idiot. <coughs> so, and then, then this is where. It, it gets a little long because uh, it's like there's this long driving scene where they're driving this car for some reason with a towel or with a big yeah, tarp being drunk over it. And goofing around. And they're driving it and like they don't see things, but the the truck is trying to hit it. Yeah. And then the the rich guy's driving Danny DeVito's tow truck. Yeah. Uh, shenanigans. Like it, it. This is like where it almost rattles apart, and you're like, oh, okay, can we get this wrapped up? So while they're waiting, the girl's dancing around on top of this thing and starts stripping, and the guy's like, "Oh, stop, girl!" Yeah, because everybody's like, "Oh, where's the where's the car swap?" Everybody's yeah. getting arrested, so she wants to entertain the troops. So she's doing her strip tease there while the guy's trying to cover her up. Oh, it's so and, funny! And then and then the two cars, the cars show up. Well, right? he's they, they show up with the Ferrari. Yeah, and they're like, "Where we're here to make this swap?" And then the the. The guy at this point, the cops are chasing the truck, which is t- chasing the the tow truck. Yeah. And they come flying into the swap meet to like they'll get you, Cletus, and they just w- they all crash on top of each other and run. Everyone just crashes into each other except for the Ferrari. And the Ferrari's underneath all of it, and they just destroy everything. Yeah, and and in the end. The end. Like that's like literally. Oh well. <laughs> Uh, I guess you know uh, it's in in the world of a movie like this, it doesn't make any difference. You know what I mean? That the the plot's a mess. And it's like it a Cheech and like, Chong movie. Yeah, basically. You know, like yeah. you just they those were like the most plotless, pointless movies ever. But, but they were very funny. Of course, they were funny. This one's okay. It's They're just made funny. for people that are stoned or drunk. You watch it, and you're like, yeah. But you know, woo. but you know, my dad wasn't a drunk or a stoner. He liked Cheech and Chong. I thought they were just stupid and funny so i think they i think their comedy actually was a lot more broader appealing than just the stoner crowd really? I mean, in the 70s 
it was, you know. But later on, it was just like, oh my God, these guys are so stupid that after crash, that crash is stoner, like Mexican and stoner <coughs> Asian dude or whatever. They're so dumb. Their their jokes are so like over the top that I got to laugh. So he li- yeah. he liked Cheech and Chong, which to me surprised me because it was like, okay, yeah, yeah, whatever. really. That's the bri- it's surprising, but yeah, the, I mean they're hilarious to me. I always yeah, they're yeah, yeah, they're classic. So you know, this this is definitely has its charm. Um, yeah, the movie, the the two, like I said, the two bad guys, I didn't like them so much, and the 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 ultimate snob was an ultimate snob. So he was he did his job okay. He wore like all the preppy stuff and acted like a jerk like yeah, the way he's he dressed in to. black and he had those gloves he was like <laughs> did you know, you know rich jerk about a, about four or five months ago i was at a at a light and uh an older jaguar pulls up beside of me like not an old cool one like a 93 or whatever 95 and there was this black dude with a with like an afro and he had those gloves on i was like oh that's, my that's God. nice man. i wanted to try i tried to take his picture but i didn't want to get caught it's it like was so awesome because he had those, those little the holes in the knuckles oh, like yeah, the driving yeah, gloves, driving oh, gloves, man. Awesome, I was like, man. yeah, dude was styling, man. <coughs> it was awesome. I loved it. It would have been perfect if he would have had the uh, Black Power uh, hair pick in his afro. Nice. That would have been like pure seventies. Oh, that would have been great. And like a, an Aquarius, uh, a man know, symbol. A man yeah, symbol. the man symbol, like a. Yeah, it's great. So I don't know th- these movies. Um, they are what they are. There, sometimes they're really hit and miss. This one didn't. This one was like kind of fine. It I don't know. Okay. The, the 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 scenes were interesting enough that you watched them. There was kind of enough shenanigans. The actors were okay. Yeah, you know, usually they did their job. Yeah, usually these are a lot more nudity involved filled. Well, the girls were pretty though, you know. Really pretty. You know. And you know, and and Rhea Perlman ended up getting. They were really young. She ended up getting caught, but she got away with it or whatever. You know. So funny. It was it was a different time. Uh, you know, it was a time yeah. when you could make a goofball movie like this, and people would actually go to the theater to see it. I could see this being teamed up, like you said, with Hots or whatever. It was. Who, it who was. cares? But it's you like know, two teenage comedies for. Teenage kids. Drive-in theater drive all in day theater long. All day long. Get some beers. Get some whatever fun going on and watch these dopey movies. Yep. It's a it's a bygone time, man. It's, yeah, it ain't it coming sure back is. anymore. I mean, you know, uh, there still are kind of like are there still like boob comedies? They still make them anymore? I guess no, they. I don't, eh, no. Yeah. So anyway, they got too stupid, you know. Yeah, I think they're. I think people. Yeah. Anyway, I don't even know what the word is. I think people are a little too sophisticated for these things. These right. Days. Yeah. That's I what I think of when I think of America. Sophisticated. sophisticated yeah. Uh, okay. Well, so I mean, this one I get. I go with like seven all day. I mean, uh, it's, I'll be the same. Yeah. yeah it's same, it's, yeah. it's 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 not like the top of the mountain, but it's a fine movie. It's. It's, it's one that you never nice. heard of, though. I never. I'd never heard of it. Never. So it's not like out there. I don't even know where you found it. YouTube. <coughs> oh, this was. Oh, this was on YouTube. Okay. It was on YouTube. This thing isn't even on DVD. It was on no. VHS. It was on VHS a long time ago. That's the thing. It's one of those that's like just slipped through the cracks because no one was clamoring for it. You would think with you know? Danny DeVito, but I guess there's not a big clamoring for Danny DeVito anymore. But no. you would think just his Nescafe coffee maker. Yeah. Thing. Him and Clooney. All right, that's it for this week. My name is Matt. With me as always, Dr. Morbius. We'll see you next week with more shenanigans or shenanigans and, and less coughing. Hopefully, less coughing. We, I can't make any promises, but you will see. Okay. All right, see you next week, everyone.
You like me? There was a mushroom, sad little mushroom. There was a meadow, ready to cry. There was a sparrow, gray little sparrow. There was an eagle, silent and high. And the Lord said, laugh, children laugh. The Lord said, laugh, children laugh. The Lord said, laugh. any more like laughing than I do right now. <laughs> 